This is a Lip Media Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of All Bases Covered, the podcast helping you navigate the beauty industry and cut through the bullshit. Hello. Hello. How was your week? It's good. How great is summer? How great is daylight savings? So good. So many hours in the day. I feel like you feel like you're working half days all the time because you get a whole other half day after work because you get daylight hours. I forget every time it goes into winter how depressed we get when winter comes around. I'm really not looking forward to it. I'm already dreading it. I know, me too. I just live in the moment, but I'm already thinking about how sad I'll be when it's over. Same. I have been, uh, because I do quite a few, like, starting at 12 or starting at 2 p.m. shifts, I've just been going to the beach every morning. I've seen. You're there every morning before before I'm even awake. It's not true. You're at the beach. Because at Carrum, which is my favourite beach, dogs have to be off the beach by 10 a.m. Uh, so I go and we do stuff and then I, I come home yeah. at 10, get home like 10.30. So I've been, I found this little running track so you can run around the river. It's oh. a 6k loop perfectly and you can park like at the beach and also at the river mouth. So I park my car, I run, I go to my car, I change into sandals, then I go on the beach and I like put my bag down and I go for a swim Yeah, and then I read my book and then I go home. That's awesome. What are you swimming in and also running in? So I run in like Lululemon bike shorts and like a tank top and a sports bra and then when I go onto the beach I just wear my sports bra and the shorts and Mm. then I just swim in my shorts and my sports bra. Fair enough. Because as I've mentioned, taking off compression (laughs) on a beach my undies would spiral up in them, you know? So <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can't do it. And then you'd be trapped. You'd human pretzel yourself due to the fact that your undies have spiraled up so many yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, it's like taking off wet bathers and they're like... Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I've just been swimming in shorts. But they dry quite quickly. I think it's quite a good mm. compromise. There you go, Lululemon. I would recommend... Didn't, didn't, know that you, didn't think that your shorts could be worn in the ocean, but they can. They can. You went to the beach today mm. too. I went after work this afternoon because I work at the beach now, everybody, oh and God. I can go to the beach whenever best. I feel like the it. Not really. Best. But yeah, I went this afternoon. I'm going to be up there this weekend for the long weekend because I figured May as well. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, if we've got Tuesday off in the middle of a week. Yeah. Are you working Monday or are you taking Monday off? No, I'm working Monday. But like your beach house is where you work. Oh my God, you're just living the life. Guys, this year we're just going to see Alex's transition to sea change. I'm putting it out there that by the end of this year, she'll have bought a house down Bayside. If I'm not a mermaid by the end of this year, mm-hmm. I'm throwing in the towel. But your hair is dry, so you didn't go swimming? I went swimming, but I kind of did that thing where I precariously bobbed above yeah, the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I'm very much into, and you've got to do this, I think you've got to be hot first, which is why I like a pre-run, mm. but even when it's cold, just a quick dip the head under, yeah. and then you can get out. Like, I'd rather be in there for two minutes and have two head dips than, like, frolic for five but no head under. Yeah, I know what you mean. The head under is very refreshing. So refreshing. It's just the curly hair situation. Mm. And you know what? I would have done it if I wasn't coming here because I have to wash my hair tonight anyway. Yeah, can't relate. Maybe I extend it another day and I go after work tomorrow. Oh, tempting. The other day, this is slightly beauty-related, mm. I went – actually, I was in the pool, but my parents' pool is salt water – and then I was going out for dinner after and I had minimal time. Mm. I did like a Dolly magazine, girlfriend magazine, like beach to party look. <laughs> so I actually had like wet, weirdly kinky hair and then I diffused it. Oh. And I used a little bit of the waste um, salt spray. Yeah. 
and I had like slightly textured hair from oh. the beach and then I just put like a tiny bit of concealer and like a cream blush and like brushed out oh. my eyebrows and I just felt like so beach chic. And by the so time I'd arrived, I'd lost like all of the texture in my hair. But like, And then nice you just effort. looked a bit ratty and like it just had, looked, had a lot of makeup on. <laughs> yeah, it sort of just looked like my hair was still wet even though it was dry, you yeah. know, when it just clumps into sections. But look, you can't blame me off for trying. No, you can't. Also, I'm just so impressed that you even own a diffuser. I know. I bought it to use on other people's hair and I've never done it. No, of course not. Uh, should we move into beauty news? Yes. Oh, on on that note. On a segue. So this week oh, we yeah. got an invite to a Zoom with Curate MediSkin, which is by Dr. Michelle Squire. It's QR8. Hmm. And I didn't actually get that it was Curate until they said it out loud. Like Curate, like Curated. I have to be honest. My vision didn't notice that that was an R. I thought it was a hyphen. I thought it was Q8. Uh, so that's... Q8 from Q8. Wait. That's very silly of me. Anyway, what is interesting about this brand is that it is... I think the tagline was like evidence-based skincare that you can't get over the counter, but you can get through this program. Oh. So... Are we talking like mm, prescription-grade retinols? Yes. Oh. Yes, we're talking hydroquinone. <gasps> Um, and also things like azelaic acid that say you can get over the counter, but at, pres- at prescription level Levels. strengths. <laughs> so think uh, perioral dermatitis when you need like high level azelaic acid, uh, melasma, you know, fine lines and aging, all of that. How do I get it? It's so good. So you, the premise of it is, I think that you book and you get a free consult, and then you get a free follow-up mm. and it's booked in like three month slots. Mm-hmm. And then I believe you just pay for like the, the product or like mm. the, the plan that they prescribe. And another good thing about it is that they were talking about how they're very passionate about the full routine. And mm. so they believe in clinical actives, but they know that you can undo it with a bad cleanser and they know that you love your bougie moisturizer or whatever. Mm. And so they're not like your GP or your very, like, your very like yeah boring dermatologist that's like use Cetaphil and mineral makeup and mm. it's like someone told you that a hundred years ago and it actually has no evidence and like why yeah they're like cool and know about like ultraviolet and like cool things like that so I'm very intrigued so I, interesting I didn't I obviously didn't go along to this because it was during work hours and yeah. I could not. So that's why I'm asking questions like a very interested child. But I need to know more. So was it expensive? Do you know? So um, Dr. Michelle said that the most expensive thing that you could come out of, I believe, was $220. And she said that's probably for your melasma sufferers. But I think like $220 for a product that lasts you three months, it's really just an expensive serum that you could buy. And it's like less than what you would pay if you went to a dermal consult and then got a product out of it at the end anyway like yeah it's cheaper than your initial consult with a yeah um dermatologist dermatologist yes it's like basically cheaper than like going to some bulk billing doctors they're that expensive and annoying to go to this is really interesting because i haven't my my butt pimples that still exist which Mm. i'm going to talk about every week until they go Mm -hmm. i was thinking that it might be worthwhile me seeing a dermatologist about it just because i have found that when i try and religiously use my poor liberty bell retinol on my ass Mm -hmm. (laughs) that it does help like clear them up faster and i was like maybe i need a prescription strength retinol for Mm. my butt maybe i think this is like perfect for i just think this is like a melasma sufferer's dream butt out on zoom 
Like, yeah, so here. <laughs> so you send through photos oh. and then you send through your skincare routine so they get a full idea of cool. both and they can do this like image where they like blow up your head and like look closer oh. at it and stuff. I just think it sounds really cool and I like that there's a follow-up. They're both 15-minute appointments. It just sounds like someone that's time poor mm. it's best idea ever because yeah. you don't have to go to the GP and then wait at the specialist office and yeah. then all of that. And also someone's just like regular poor like Like, it will save you so much money on consults and i I just think it's the way of the future i've definitely seen this as a thing in the uk Mm -hmm. where they have it's almost more like a subscription service i don't think it's as tailored which i think is nice about this but it's like you can get your pill over yeah subscriptions these days It's, it's not a subscription but i just think that you don't need to go to the doctors for anything anymore and no, I love, I love it too. I love it so much. I have one last question. Mm. The brand is obviously Curate, mm-hmm. but the products that they prescribe you, are oh. they packaging them in like beautiful packaging or is it kind of this, you just take your script into the chemist, it's, that kind of look product? It's a compound, like they compound them for you, like oh. a proper compounding pharmacy, which also means that I believe you can get something that's going to treat both. Like you could get mixes, wow. not just one thing. Singles. Mm-hmm. How cool. This is the best news ever. I really am going to investigate it more, more thoroughly. Thank you for bringing us this beauty news slash new launch. Should we get into other beauty news? Let's. Uh, that's the tea on that. Uh, the first thing that you wanted to talk about is the new rare cream blushes and liquid eyeshadow. Mm-hmm. The, it's a new collection, isn't it? Yeah. I just laughed because I love that they brought out cream blushes and there's something in the copy about like easy to use or something and I was like well they clearly saw (laughs) everyone else using those liquid blushes that they launched and being like oh Jesus because you know how they were really really pigmented and no one could use them oh yeah yeah I didn't realize it wasn't the same thing no 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 so it's a cream compact like the Fenty ones or any other cream blush the packaging is stunning Mm -hmm. and they look a lot more sheer and easy to use okay I'm sure that they had already had them in the lineup. Probably, yes. But, yeah. like, it's the polar opposite of the liquid blushes, and I like that they have both. Now mm. the really pigmented ones sort of make more sense. Mm. Mm. And the liquid eyeshadows are, like, matte colours. Like, yes. they're not all shimmery, which very much excites me. The range looks beautiful. Mm. I saw someone review it a few weeks ago. I didn't think it was beauty news anymore, but, hey, apparently it is. I might just be slow. According to you. Um, I wanted to buy it, but they still don't ship to Australia. So we can't. Well, we can use we the can. mail forwarding service. <sighs> I just can't bother right now. No. Anyway, that's good to know. Uh, we also promised you from my insert last week that we would talk about Sam's new beauty line, Auric Beauty. Mm. Very excited to have this discussion. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's pulling a face. Go on. I hate the name Auric. It sounds disgusting to say. She said on her podcast with Alyssa that I listened to this morning. Mm, I got halfway through. I meant to listen before the rest of it. Uh, <laughs> that they originally wanted their brand name to be something else and then found out halfway through and having already decided and conceptualized mm. the brand and everything that they weren't going to be able to use that other name because someone else had it and they could risk um, being sued. Same with Monica Blunder. Yeah, they could yeah. risk being sued or they could go down the path of having trying to get it trademarked, but it would have delayed the launch. Mm-hmm. And so then she found Auric. She said that... The, ah, even it, hearing it, it's like onomatopoeia. It sounds like very like, Auric! Oh, I don't think of it as vom- a vomity thing at all. <sighs> I think of like aura, like Auric. I do think of aura, but it's not aura. It's Auric, which sounds bad. Yeah. And I also think of Eric. I just, I don't oh, like I don't want name. to think of Eric. Lisa! I don't like the name, sorry, but I... Th- I like it. In a more positive note. 
I love like everything the else about yeah, it. Yeah, I like the look. I do. I love that she thought about everything. And I know that everyone says that they think about everything. And maybe our brains are just more in tune with her brains in what she's thinking about. Yeah. But everything down to, like, the pump, being able to do a quarter pump or a half pump or, like, whatever level of pumping of the product that you need. Sorry, we should talk about what the products are. Mm. She thought about everything. So the, she's launching with a glow serum, I guess you would call it. A, yeah, it's like not a, a liquid highlighter. Liquid highlighter, yeah. yeah. And also uh, some cream eyeshadow slash powder eyeshadow. No, cream and topper eyeshadow compacts. Mm-hmm. Very so, similar to the Tom Ford. Yeah, She's got the Tom Ford duos and the liquid reminds me very much of Charlotte Tilbury Hollywood Flawless Filter. With a pump, yes. With a pump. Yeah. And that's it. That's all she's that's launching it. with so far. But you can definitely see... Her, like, inspirations. Yes, for sure. And she said that, um, she was like, I will never discontinue anything in this beauty line because I've been jaded before, (laughs) like all of you have, and I (laughs) promise I will never do that to you. So we can hold her to that. She has launched it with uh, a lot of things in mind. She wanted the products to be that blend between um, consumerism, artistry, or, like, beauty everyone it's at home beauty product mm-hmm. collection mm-hmm. i can't think of the word and also makeup artists so mm-hmm. she said the thing that she noticed about uh, a lot of brands who are bringing out products these days is that they're just very consumer focused and they're something that really only consumers use for their intended purpose and the contrast of that is when you're a makeup artist you might use the same thing for five different things mm-hmm. and that's what she wanted to be able to create with her beauty line is to create more flexible products yes Yes, which is wonderful. They're mm-hmm. all very considered. Uh, they're all quite inclusive so far. Mm-hmm. Um, the shade range of the Glow products or the the Liquid Luminizer is such that she said that every shade you can kind of fit into sort of three different shade categories because they're so light mm. in um, pigmentation that they're not going to like white out a deeper skin tone or yeah, yeah. And they go right from quite fair to very deep. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that she had males in the campaign too and also she was like oh i use this on this model and she was referring to all of the models by name yes which i just felt like personalized and lovely instead of being like oh i use this on like a really deep model on the shoot which is often what you hear yeah yeah and she also said that she hasn't numbered any of her products because Mm -hmm. she doesn't like the fact that when you start with one that that is infinite, like forevermore, the lightest shade that you can have. Or it's, no, I it's, thought she said that she didn't like she didn't like the subcontext of it being number one. Yes, I like, think that's yeah. number one. Oh, yeah. She she said like I don't know I don't like what that means. Even if it doesn't mean that I don't like uh, that that's okay. The top, you know, okay. that's the number one. Both of that's good. I like I yeah. Okay, I've interpreted it differently, so it's mm. interesting. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and the whole beauty line obviously has been created during COVID. She said that she's been it's been in the works for five years, mm. um, in her mind for six or longer. And she, uh, yeah, she said the, the most devastating part was the fact that she wasn't able to be there for the production, first day of yeah. production, which sucks. I think the best thing about this launch for me is that not only do I like her... Mm which is one important thing, but I like her preferences in makeup. Like when Jaclyn Hill launched, it's not like I'm a Jaclyn Hill, like huge fan, but if I had the same taste in makeup as Jaclyn Hill, I would have been like, okay, I'm going to buy it. But like, I don't want to buy her shimmering highlighters. They're not a bit of me. Whereas Sam's makeup aesthetic is a hundred percent mine. Yes. It's very like Sunday Riley meets 
beauty as well. I don't know why I think that. I think it's the blue in the packaging tone that kind of got me. It threw me there. Uh, the blue and the gold and the black. Mm. The whole packaging design, like everything is custom. Like the lid is custom. The bottles are custom. The She's considered everything. Mm. And she said all of the products feel like they're luxury products as well. I like. There is one thing or two things that I have left to say. And I'll start with the bad thing. Mm-hmm which is that someone pointed out on Reddit that the grey-toned eyeshadow, the uh, reflect in that is microplastic. So someone oh. was like, that's a really interesting thing to have noticed when she has said that the, the line is considered with, like, inclusivity and sustainability, sustainability in, mind. in mind because she said that she, you know, has packaged everything in glass because it's mm. more recyclable. So that's interesting. I wonder if that's actually true. That's so interesting. It's apparently a poly... It's a PET type of a ingredient. I can't remember what the mm. actual word was for it, but they've said it is a microplastic. So, yeah, that was something I wanted to point out. On the good side, on the good news, it's launching this week when the podcast goes live on Australia Day, but Australia Day in Canada, which means it's the 27th here at 2.30pm. I have it in my calendar and alarmed because if any of you get it and I don't, Mm. your girl's going to be mad. And it's about uh, 63 Australian dollars and 50 Australian dollars for, sorry, 63 Australian dollars for the, what am I calling it? I don't know. Liquid highlighter. Liquid highlighter, thank you. And $50 for the eyeshadows. I... Reasonably priced. Not as bad as Tom Ford. I don't want the liquid highlighter, I don't think. Only because, like, I always prefer cream products over liquid illuminators. But I'd like you to buy it so I can see it. I'll buy it. And then I think I want to buy some of the eyeshadows. So if we have to do mail forwarding, we will. Of course we will. And we'll we'll do it together. when When I was watching the video, I was watching it in the bath, Adrian walked in, I said... I'm telling you now, I do not care how much it costs to get this to me. I will buy it on launch day. And he was like, that's okay. Wow. Because I never do that. Yep, I'll do it with you. Great. Okay. That was very long. But we we were very behind last week. It was embarrassing. I know. Please go on with the next (laughs) video news. The next thing that I wanted to talk about is just I I got into a Reddit hole earlier today Mm -hmm. and some people are laughing about Jeffree Star, which I just wanted to bring up because I know that there's a few Jeffree Star haters who listen to this podcast. And we don't want to give him any airtime, but when we do, it's when we're making fun of him. Yeah, please. Uh, He People have noticed that he's started to pay to boost his own YouTube videos. So, like, Jeffree Star videos are coming up in in people's feed and they say sponsored because he's boosting them into people's Mm. feeds, which is just the most fabulous, like, oh, how the mighty have fallen, you need to pay for your own views now. Mm. Uh, Also, he's selling his eyeshadow palettes at two for one online at the moment. And the other thing is, oh, he started bleeping out curse words and like... Oh, so he's not demonetized. Yeah, so he's not demonetized. So it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, Jeffrey, what's going on? Wow. Is everything okay, dear? Oh, yes. that's interesting. Very interesting. We like the tea. Oh, new VB mascara. I did not see this. Yes, launched yesterday or today. Yesterday. 18th? Can't remember of what day. Of course it's tubing, because the one she did with Estee Lauder was tubing too. Yes. So it's got her uh, serum complex in it that mean, means that it is a conditioning mascara that claims to be, like, smudge-proof. Blah, blah, blah. All of the great claims that mascaras all claim to be. But it is tubing and it's called Future Lash. I would say as well that she's probably somewhere out there, unless she can't legally, made a claim that it's safe to use with 
lash extensions because that's why she always does tubing mascaras because she always has lash extensions but then she likes to wear mascara like with them as they fall out or like you know for extra ah, um there you go so they're easier to remove i can see that it says long wear smudge proof flake proof humidity proof sweat proof dermatologist tested ophthalmologist tested safer contact lens whereas vegan hypoallergenic gluten-free and soy-free yes it's the full list of... I don't know what's in that product. Half of those terms like probably aren't even regulated, to be honest. Nor relevant, probably, to the product. She's just added them in there. Yeah. Because, like, she can. Because every celiac checks their mascara for gluten. In case it goes in their eyes and then into their nose and then into their mouth and then into their gut. God, Lisa. I mean, it could be a thing. Yeah, it could be. It does go straight down. You know when you get something in your eye and then you, like, taste yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Eye drops. Oh. Eh. Gross. Yuck. Anyway... That's beauty news. And the very last piece of beauty news that I wanted to talk about, I, I feel like I'm leading this segment, but that's okay because you got to talk about Curate for a while, mm-hmm. is the beauty trend that everyone is talking about that emerged from TikTok, which is dark circles. It's Have you seen? Kids are drawing dark circles under their eyes. For fuck's sake. I know. With what? Purple, brown, someone used like a stick bronzer. Wow. Very interesting. And I wanted to go on a little thought bubble with you mm. <laughs> come come join me on this thought cloud uh, about the fact that and i'm sure loz would have something to say about this mm. that beauty trends with in the age of tiktok used to be determined by the runways and mm. what's going on at fashion week mm. and we haven't been able to have these sorts of experiences for 12 months and so trends are now transforming to consumer-led platforms like tiktok mm. And I just find it really interesting now that if this is the way of the future, that brands will never be able to keep up with production or be ahead of the trend unless they're creating their own trends and seeding them through influences on platforms like TikTok. Because if a product takes six, 12 months, two years Mm. to produce, no one is going to be coming out with a dark circle maker this week. But is there a difference between high fashion trends and TikTok trends? For example, there definitely everyone is. used to pluck off their eyebrows, but models didn't pluck off their eyebrows. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Also, like the thing with, you know, the blonde stripes at the front of your hair, like yeah. massive trend. You don't see it on the runway. No. So there is a, there's a difference between like consumer trends and yes. like fashion house trends. Anyway, how bizarre. What will the kids think of next? Honestly... This is like when kids used to put, and still do, put, like, the Mario spot lotion on their face because Kylie Jenner does it. But, like, they're preteens and they don't actually have pimples, so they just put the spot lotion on their face. So they can take a Snapchat. Because it's, like, status. (laughs) But it's, like, they don't have a pimple to put the spot treatment on. Why would you bother? Why would you draw brown dark circles on your eyes? so weird. So fucked up. But, like, I'm sure we would have done that shit when we were younger, 100%. Oh, yeah. What's the equivalent? So what did we do? Eyeliner. Just the um, eyeliner on the bottom. That yeah. was never a trend. How was that not a trend? I mean, but it was never like a, oh, adults a runway trend. It. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, adults still do it. It's fucking foul, but... <laughs> 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 the number of times I've had to just be like, can we just uh, smoke it out? You know what can wasn't we smoke a trend? It out? Make the eyes a little bit bigger? Just smoke that out? You know what wasn't a trend? Spider eyelashes and everybody had them in like circa 2000 and eight yeah. to twelve. But then it then it did become a trend, but like not to pass the degree that we were doing it. Like Do you remember how thread. many layers of mascara people used to put on to get those like Lauren Curtis Lauren eyelashes? Curtis. Foul, 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 foul. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> we digress. 
I don't even need to ask if I'm orange. <laughs> Product trial. Are you ready to talk about the godsend oil? I love it. <laughs> Do you? Hell, how predictable. How fucking boring am I? I love it. I thought it was going to be something that I liked but would recommend maybe to other skin types other than my own. But upon using it, um, it is oily enough for me. I would say it is slippy oily but not greasy. And it is oilier than a dry oil but not as thick as like a Sunday Riley Juno. Yes. But equally as hydrating as a thicker oil. And it gives nice luminosity, but it's not that type of oil that feels a bit clammy when it's hot. It's the nicest luminosity. It's almost like it's so... The difference between Godsend mm. and Juno is that when your hair gets stuck to your face with Juno, it's an effort to get the hair off your face. It's like yeah, you've got to yeah. pull like eight yeah. times. Mm -hmm. With Godsend, it's like it just slips off. It's almost <laughs> like Godsend... <laughs> is a balmy lipstick. Godsend mm. is Shantakai yeah. uh, lip, lip cheeks. Yep. And Juno is a nice gloss. Vinyl lip it's, gloss. It's the Glossier lip gloss, yep. which I really like. Fenty Beauty Gloss But bomb. my hair gets stuck to it. Yes. And so sometimes I prefer to wear the balmy texture of a Shantakai lip cheek because it's low maintenance but still does the job. Yes. And that is how I feel about the oil. I really like the texture. And I will say, you know, for those people and those days and those times, <laughs> when you're feeling a little bit red, a little bit eczemery, and it's like you need to layer your face with oil, but sometimes there's like heat behind that eczema. And if you put a really thick oil on it, you feel like you're trapping it in. Yeah. I distinctly remember a girl I used to work with had terrible bouts of face eczema and she was very specific about the oils that she liked because she was like Juno traps the heat in mm. like I put it on and it's like claustrophobic it's like confying her mm. face and she can't handle it but there was a Dermalogica Phyto oil I think that had I that do love that one that thin oil texture mm. that she said it hydrated her it was calming but it didn't make her feel hot and sweaty underneath the oil and this I feel like is that texture I wholeheartedly agree with you. I forgot completely about the Dermalogical Phyto Oil, but I would say, yes, they do have a very similar texture. Mm. In fact, I would say this is still runnier than that. Yeah. The one... I have no real actual gripes about this product. The mm. only gripe I have is that because it's scentless and it's in a pump and it's an oil, I squirt it like I squirt an oil cleanser into mm -hmm. my hand, mm -hmm. and I found myself like two to three squirts down some nights... And then putting it on, like, trying to press it into my face. And I'm like, well, I'm now pressing this into my shoulders. It's going so far. Uh, interesting. I'm I'm doing, I overuse it. Yeah, I'm doing a solid two pumps. Yeah. I find that it actually does have enough slip for facial massage, which I will talk about in a minute. Yes. But I didn't think it would because I thought it would have a, quite a fast dry down time. Like it does. Like a Sunday you, Riley Luna, but it doesn't on your face. When you pump it on your hand... I had the exact same reaction as you when last week when Lisa did a bit of a live unboxing of it, if you haven't listened. She put it on the back of her hand and then was like, oh, it's kind of like dry oily mm. because it does. It disappears really quickly. But on your face, maybe because we've properly hydrated below it. Maybe. It, and probably just using so much more. Like yeah. the, the, pro the proportions. Yeah. Anyway, really wonderful oil. If you, so haven't, nice. if you haven't checked it out, if you're in the market for a new oil, if you maybe have turned away from oils for summer because... They're too thick, too heavy. Mm -hmm. This would be beautiful. It's a good oil for a, an oil repertoire. Yes. But it's also a good oil, I think, 
that you could use all year round if yeah. you sort of fluctuated in your skin type. Also, if you're sensitive to fragrance. Yeah, it's a dream. It's I also dream. think it would be a beautiful daytime oil for underneath makeup because it's not like super emollient. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it wouldn't sit so much under your makeup. Mm-hmm. And because it's fragrance free, you're not like going to be adding multiple yeah. fragrances to your face. I don't even think it claims to be fragrance free. It just is. Maybe. And it... um. It has, like, antioxidant protection. So I found that I'm using it instead of my CEO Glow. Oh, yeah. Just, like, I, it kind of means I don't have any vitamin C in my routine. But mm. um, I, I like it. And I wanted to use it consistently so I could give it a good test. And I like it. I wanted to talk about, briefly, another thing that I learned on this Zoom. God, I just took home so much. Wow. Knowledge from this Zoom. So Like a lecture at uni. I know. They were talking about... Someone asked a question, like, what do you think of fragrance? And they were like, we don't love it. No. It's fine, but we don't love it. Um, and then they discussed that um, Michelle from Lab Muffin Beauty Science yes. said, fragrance is made out to be the enemy when in reality only 5% of people have a true fragrance allergy. Yep. And I was like, fair enough. And then they said, fair enough, we get that, but we had a bit of a powwow on that. Both of the doctors agreed that Five percent is probably underreported because when do you ever have an allergic reaction to something and then go and get allergy testing because it's expensive? It's a lengthy process. I feel like half the Literally time it comes never. back and like yeah. they told me I wasn't allergic to cats and I'm like, then why do my eyes close over when I have been near a cat? You yes. know, they're yeah. not reliable. Anyway, that's an that's a whole other story. <laughs> so five percent, and then he said like five percent is five in a hundred, which is quite a lot, mm. and. If that was a drug to be used in hospitals or to be sold on the market, it needs to be like 0.02% allergic rate. So we wouldn't be able to use that ingredient if it came out at that percentage, which is why we don't use fragrance in, you know, what we're doing. And I was like, wow. Because 5% obviously is a small percent. Yes. But it's 5 out of 100, which is like quite a lot to have like a clinical allergy to fragrance. Yeah. For sure. And also, it's never... Oh, not never, but for so many people, it would be such a minor allergy. Like, for me, I get a little bit hivey. Like, mm. I'll get one or two hivey spots where I'm like, they're annoying, and mm. I recognise that they're there. But I'm never going to go to the doctor and be like, this is a real issue that I have, and could yeah. you diagnose me, and I'll make sure that I avoid that one specific fragrance. It's yeah. not enough for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just thought that was, yeah, such an interesting thing. I know that fragrance in skincare is such a, like, hot topic. Yes. And I do think it is, like, made out to be the demon when it's not the demon, but it's also, like, why add it if you don't have to? Especially when there are some natural fragrances that Mm. aren't synthetic that can be okay. I feel like they sometimes irritate me more. Yeah, botanically. I I get, like, a hay fever reaction because it's, like, I don't like plants. My body hates plants. But anyway. (laughs) So, moral of the story is that... Buy the Liberty Bell. Buy it all. Buy every single thing. So this week I've literally been doing Liberty Bell Cleanser, Liberty Bell Retinol, Liberty Bell Hyaluronic, Liberty Bell Oil, Liberty Bell Moisturizer. My whole routine is white. The whole thing. Yeah. I think it's the one brand that I can do a full brand. start to finish, except for SBF because yes. I don't try their SBF and I don't really want to. It's zinc-based. It's a first. Yeah. I would say that I'd be close to that with Sunday Riley, but I don't like either of their cleansers that much. So Also, you kind of use something in the morning and, I need and a something hyaluronic. at night. It's just yeah. no. It's yeah. just a no. Yeah. It's a no from me. I'm just, um, I love it so much. I have nothing else to say. I should also probably add that I'm doing mm-hmm. the... There'll be a product trial at some point, maybe. Yeah, it will be. The Beauty Chef uh, 30 Days to Glow. 
challenge. So let you know how that goes. Mm-hmm. I have nothing to report yet. Other than that, I guess we can talk about it as a product trial. It tastes nice. Mm. Lisa, you, you can attest to this. It does. It tastes surprisingly nice. I'm really, I get really nervous about trying supplement things because I don't like to chow anything down. No, I don't. You mix it in with water. If you haven't seen it, it's a beauty supplement. supplement. Yeah. yeah. It's a powdered beauty supplement and you mix it in with your morning drink or water or whatever it is that you want to mix it with. Most of them I find have a gritty texture mm. and a masked flavor of dirt. Clay dirt. Clay. Ganesha vibes. Yeah. Clay yeah. dirt gross yeah this one dissolved completely had mm. no gritty mm. texture in your mouth and actually tasted like berries it was very pleasant so i'm actually not dreading trying this for the next 30 days yeah might oh. even be nice like over ice yeah let's talk about our breakdown oh this week you have a breakdown i do have a breakdown it's gonna be a long episode this sorry guys no it's like a, it's a nerdy beauty app i'm enjoying it is. it does it feels like why we started the podcast. Yes. I know sometimes we can accidentally spend 15 minutes talking about snap news, etc. <laughs> this is, we're back to the actual shit this week. Yeah. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What kind of sorcery is this? So, this week I got Sculptra. Tell us more. What is Sculptra? So, Sculptra is a kind of filler. It's a different kind of filler. It's not like a hyaluronic acid filler. It is polylactic acid filler. Okay. And it's actually like made of the stuff that dissolvable stitches are made out of, apparently. And it helps to stimulate collagen production, which ultimately restores your natural facial volume. So as opposed to hyaluronic acid filler, it is more natural looking. My injector Amy at... Eltham Cosmetic Clinic said I could pump 10 vials of this in someone's face that wants that sculpted hyaluronic mm. filler look mm. and they'd be disappointed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks much, much more natural. And the reason why I was looking into it is because it's almost like injecting skincare into yeah. your skin. So when you get it the first day... Wait, you, look- you got it in your face. I got sorry, I Would got it in my face. It's a, it's a it's a face filler. Yeah. Um. When you first get it, you look bomb. I looked eight. She lo- looked six, not yeah. even eight. Like <laughs> because I've it, never seen such volume in one's face. It's like a water solution. So I was literally just swollen, <laughs> and then all of the results go. Yeah. So what I liked about this is it literally naturally builds your collagen over time. Mm. So you're not gonna have other people being like, oh, wow, what did you do to your face? Because you're literally building it naturally. Mm. Kind of like that it was building up your natural collagen. Mm. I know hyaluronic exists in our skin anyway, but you're not, like, injecting stuff in that's not there. You're mm. just rebuilding what's lost. Oh, also, it can last two to three years. Yes. Whereas filler, 
like a year. Depends on where you get it and your metabolism and stuff. But I really just liked the premise of it that it was just much more natural. I literally felt like it was like an injectable skincare versus something that was going to look a bit more fake. So let's talk about the process. Okay. I just want to also mention oh, sorry. that it is actually approved by the FDA for HIV facial lipotrophy. So yeah. the fat loss that you get with HIV, yeah. that's like all the before and afters when you Google it come up with that. So mm. it really rebuilds the volume, which yes. I just found so interesting. Yes. But it's like clinically proven that it, it works. It's a thing. It has a purpose. Yeah. I just found all that quite interesting. Yes. So where did I get it? Yes. So and how did it? How did it? And get? how did it happen? And all of that, and a bit of aftercare. Yes. So I got it largely on the right side of my face oh. because I love the left side. Well, I don't love the left side. I love the left, the left side of my face. So beautiful. The left <laughs> side of my face is nice. I've got like a decently high cheekbone, and it's sort of rounded, and I like that. So now I'm back to normal. So you can actually kind of compare. Mm. And so I wanted to just match the volume that I'd either lost or naturally don't have on that side to my left side. Yes. And then I also got the majority of it in my temples because naturally I have a very like diamond shaped head, but also as you age, you lose volume in your temples. And apparently it's one of those things that people never go to injectors for, Mm. but like once they have it done, it makes them look more youthful. It's like something that one of those scientific things that makes you look younger, but not that you ever notice about yourself. So, of course, what do I always notice about myself? How narrow my temples are. I don't know if it's... She calls it peanut head. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I look like a kidney bean. (laughs) So, I got quite a large amount in my temples, and then I got some in my uh, right cheek. That's quite scary, thinking of her injecting your temples a lot. She felt my pulse in my temple for ages to make sure that she, like, didn't hit my artery. Oh, and then um, I think nice I would have just bled. Like, I wouldn't have, like, died or anything, um, <laughs> hopefully. And then a little <laughs> bit down through the jawline, just a tiny bit, and then a little bit on the left. Okay. Just to, like, even things out. Yep. Um, generally speaking, you get a vial per decade what? of your life. So I got so oh. I'm 28, so I got two vials. I thought you meant, like, every decade for the rest of your life, you'll go back and get one more vial to continue to stay youthful. <laughs> so if you're... 30-something, you'd get three. You'd generally need three, but it depends on how well you take care of your face and whatnot. Yeah. Um, I got a cannula. Uh, what? Because I'm a bruiser, and so I bruised pretty much everywhere that she injected me. If I hadn't have got a cannula, then I would have had maybe, like, 20-plus bruises. So what? where did the cannula go? So she put the cannula in my temples and then, like, with the little cannula, like, pushed Pumped it around it in. through the temple. Ooh, and then like she what did... they do with under-eye filler. Yeah. Yeah. And then she put the cannula in just at the back near my ear of the cheekbone, like, where you would start your contour. Wow. And then with the cannula pumped it through where you take your bronzer and blush pretty much. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That makes me want to vomit. My hands were so sweaty. I bet. I, it took, like... That's, uh, that's a lot for me, that yeah, it cannula. took maybe, like, half an hour. It was uncomfortable... There was maybe two occasions of, like, one second of pain mm. where with the cannula they, like, push through, like, yeah, something where it's a yeah, bit yeah, gritty. Yeah, gross. She said that I'd get less of that pushing through. If you've got, like, a lot of acne scarring and stuff below the yeah. surface, you'll get a lot of that kind of puckering feeling. Oh. Um, oh. It was uncomfortable, but, like, one of those things that once it's over, you're like, that wasn't that bad. It's just bad while you're in it because you don't know when it's going to end. Yeah. Like holding a squat. 
Yes. Like holding a squat. And then afterwards, uh, pretty much immediately had bruises on my temples. And yeah. then they got darker for like four days. And I had two little like puncture wounds on my They're cheek. completely gone though. And it yeah. was less than a week ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was six days ago. And now I have no bruising. So I would say if you get it on a, th- a Friday night or like Thursday and working home Friday, you'll be fine to go to the office Monday. Yeah. Totally fine. Aftercare for five days after you have to massage your face for five minutes at a time. Five times a day for five days. Wow. That prevents... The main risk factor is it uh, with it is granulomas, where it's yes. like going to like yep. form a pocket and you'll get lumps. Yeah. Which, for the first two to three days, I'll say I was dreading because I had bruises and my face was really swollen. So massaging was actually quite uncomfortable. Okay. And I was like, I can't be bothered. Yeah. But... But you did? I did, because I didn't really want granulomas. And Abby would just text me and be like, granuloma, and I'd be like, okay. Massage. Did you get anything else done at the same time? I just got a tiny sprinkle of Botox through the top of my forehead because I was there and I didn't want to go back in like Pain four in. months to get yeah. it again. Yeah. Um, this was like my, probably the main treatment that I'll get like before the wedding. Okay. And now, what do you think of the results? Well, I'm not going to see any of them yet. So give me six or so weeks and I'll start to see the collagen building. Have you taken before photos? She'll have them. I'll ask her if I can have them. Okay. So do you yeah. want to disclose the cost? I was really expensive. It was, like, to, to prepare you, if you're looking at it, it was over $1,000. Yeah. And so. that was for Lisa's amount of need of vials. Yeah, two vials. So yeah. if you're roughly in my age bracket, it'd probably be around the same. Probably depends on where you go. Mm-hmm. That is that. Uh, That's I'm very thorough. I'm hoping that no What's one... What's it called again? Sculptra. Sculptra. C-S-C-U-L-P-T-R-A. Yeah. I'm hoping that no one will notice the difference yes which is exactly what i want but i'm hoping that i will notice the difference i just want to even out some asymmetry mm-hmm. very good shall we move on to beauty faves yes let's dang these products are so good what's the deal okay i actually have three. Oh no you can only have one i'll just go through them really quickly what's yours mine is finally i think i can definitely say it's my favorite the new perfume that i purchased mm. It's the Laboratorio Ultifato Need You fragrance. And I purchased it from Victorian Woods, but I've since realized that it is in many places. Mm. The Summer's General Store sells it, I think. Yeah, Balnaring, um, like, homewares shop sells it. Maybe that's what it was, yes. And also, yeah, Vic and Woods and there's other places too. That yeah. Places that stock niche fragrances. You can also purchase it from Lusso Collective, L-U-S-S-O, and their website. You can buy it from them. Uh, the reason that I love it, if you haven't seen it on Instagram already, it has every note of every fragrance that I've ever loved in it. Sea mm-hmm. uh, notes, it's got uh, pink pepper. Pink pepper, ambroxan. lemon, it's zesty, it's got white flowers, white musk and sandalwood. It smells really good on her. I've tried it at Balnearing and it smelled really bad on me. I'm going to bring you mine. I didn't come from home today, but I'm going to bring you mine because I just want to make sure that it's not that that bottle that you smelt was mm-hmm. not nice. And when I say bad, it didn't smell bad on me, but it smelled like replica sailing day, which is nice, but like it smells like sort of fake seawater. It's just like very, very clean smelling. I have to say it didn't, I was a little worried the first couple of days. I think it took me a little bit of time to adjust, but I'm also not sure whether the fragrance itself has matured or changed a little bit since I've like spritzed it. Mm-hmm. I don't know for sure. Anyway, absolutely love it. I spray it with the Molecule fragrance because it, I think it lifts the zest in it mm-hmm. a little bit more and obviously it gives it a better 
uh, radius. Mm. There's a scent, um, scent radius. There's a word for that. Yeah, I can't remember what it is either. Anyway, that's my favourite this week. Okay, I have three. I'm smashing through them quickly. Okay. One, the It Cosmetics Bye Bye Under Eye. Ah. Why? Because it's very good coverage, and I have it in a pink tone, and it covers bruises perfectly. If you get sculpture, make sure you have Bye Bye Under Eye. <laughs> it was flawless. My second favourite is the Emma Hardy Cleansing Balm. Why? Because it makes for a fabulous massage medium, and uh. now that I've been having to massage my face all the time, I've been using it morning and night in the shower, because I shower twice a day, because I don't care about water. Oops. Um, and it's just great for facial massage, and I can see myself getting into facial massage more now that I've had to do it 100 times a day. Yes. Three is the Isle of Paradise Drops in the peach shade, which is oh. light, for my face. If I use the green, it somehow weirdly clings to my nose and have a brown nose, and I have, like, quite a cool... Tint. Skin tone tint. And my face is already so grey compared to the rest of my body that it's, like, not a vibe. The peach is, like, the perfect tone to bring warmth to my face where it doesn't look like, oh, you have a weirdly fake brown face. Mm. And it just, like, matches my body. Like, yeah. Doesn't it just look like... Yeah, it, I thought you just had a tan. No, my face is but but white, but it matches the rest of my body and it just makes me feel slightly less hideous and I love the tone. That's very interesting because not that I've knocked the Isle of Paradise tanning drops, but they do cling to my dry patches as well. Yeah. So. Like, I don't know why the pink doesn't. Like, obviously it's the same formula, but it must just, because of the tone, not look bad when it clings. Yeah. Maybe because it's more peachy. It's like my nose is already pink, so I don't notice. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I love the tone. Have you tried earlier this week, or maybe it was last week, I must have clenched my jaw so badly at night Mm -hmm. that I woke up in the morning and I was in so much pain, but like pain that wasn't radiating into a headache. It was just very Mm -hmm. localized to my jaw. Mm -hmm. I have never before, but I had this urge to stick my fingers inside my mouth and massage my Mm -hmm. like masseter muscles from the inside, Mm. relieved the pain in 10 minutes. Mm. So if you haven't tried it, I do strongly recommend sticking to. your fingers in your mouth. I've seen those massages that people do with yeah. like, the gloves at like the fancy. So have places. I. Yeah, but I was just did it myself, and mm. then obviously That's much better. Washed my hands afterwards. <laughs> I will say, Reese sculpture. On that note, I yeah. had some TMJ pain, but like, when do I not? And I had very sore temples and like a bit of a headache for like two days. So yeah, I'm not surprised. Just like discomfort, nothing too bad, and I couldn't like when I was opening my mouth to clean my teeth, like I couldn't get too wide. Yeah. I was a bit like ah. Oh. <laughs> But, okay. Yeah. Good to know. Actually, it's not a helmet. It's a hairnet. It has extra room so you don't mess up your hairdo. Uh, what's your non-beauty faves this week? My non-beauty favorite is Real Housewives <laughs> of Salt Lake City. Yeah. Okay. Tell us why. Smashed it in two days. My mum also was smashing it at the same time. It's so... Have you watched all the other Real no, Housewives? No. My oh, mum okay. does, but okay. I don't. I've seen, like, some of so them. So why this one? I just, I had seen people talking about it being, like, really weird, and sorry, it's a little bit of a story, but I'll be quick about it. Okay. I started watching Bling Empire. Yes, 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 yes. And I thought that that was going to be my favourite. And I got about four episodes in. It was too much. It was too much. It was too rehearsed. Oh. Like, really rehearsed, and, like, the storylines were so planted, and then at one point, this chick's mum died. 
And then she had, like, a medium come in. And the medium was, like, already a bit like, oh, God, this is fucking bullshit. <laughs> and she was like, but how am I going to know my mum's here? And he's like, your daughter will tell you. And then she, like, walks into the room and the daughter's like, oh, grandma's here. Grandma's here. And she's like, what are you saying? She's like, grandma said hello. And they're saying that, like, her new baby was reincarnated. Like, her, her, uh. her mum was reincarnated and, like, her daughter could tell. And I was like, this is so fucking disrespectful yeah. to, like, actual, like, it yeah. was just fake. And yeah. I was like, I actually reject this entirely and I couldn't handle it. But yeah. I really wanted that trash. And I was like, do you know what? I'm going to try a Real Housewives series because I want that trash. Yeah. Easy watching. Don't have to pay too much attention. But that was too much trash for yeah. me. Too trashy. So I did the Real Housewives and I chose Salt Lake City because I got a slight taste of the weird Mormon vibes in that, ah. real, in that decor show that yes, I've been watching. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, uh, dream like, Home Makeover. And I was like... I want to find out about the weird Mormons. I yeah. want to find out about them. Okay. Sorry if you're Mormon, but like... <laughs> want to find out. <laughs> Tell us everything. Like, also, slide into our DMs and talk to us. No, don't. don't. Um, <laughs> they're so weird. So this one chick, she's not Mormon. None of them are Mormon in it. It's so weird. My mum messaged me and she was like, how many of these people are actually Mormon? Because they've all like left the church or are like Jewish or oh. there's this other chick who has her own church... And when, oh, her gran- when her grandma died, she made an arranged marriage that she had to marry her step-grandpa so that she could, like, take over the church. So she's married to her step-grandpa. And when I heard this, I was like, I must watch. Anyway, it's really weird, but weirdly likable, and I can't stop. And I finished the season, and now I'm like, what the fuck do I do with my uh, life now? I have to pick a new trash. series. But I liked, I just liked. The hard thing about trash is once you find a good trash, you've, you're on to a good thing. Yeah. And it's really difficult to find another good trash, so I'm really sorry to hear that. No, thank you. I just feel like the weirdness of, like, the Mormon quirks in this yeah. made it better than some of the other Real Housewives yeah. where it's like, I get it, you're rich and Botoxed and beautiful. Yeah. When is Selling Sunset coming back? That's... I know. Yeah. There's that's so, the whole I'm feeling. There's so many, yeah, trash shows that I really... Yeah, they really need to come back now. What's your non-beauty fave? I have two. Uh, Bump. I know oh, everyone's good. been talking about it. Absolutely obsessed. I had a, I did have a terrifying dream that I was pregnant, and I've the first four you were episodes. By it, weren't you? you, I was really triggered by it. The first four episodes, I you feel so bad mm. for the main character, mm-hmm. deathly bad. Mm. It's I know like that you've had a baby that yeah, you weren't prepared for. Yeah, yeah. It's I know that obviously people have babies all the time, but seeing what she goes through, not on, she was underprepared. Then also she's a child still, and she's yeah. around other children, and her parents are children, and like the whole thing is just an absolute clusterfuck. Yeah, but it's a really good show, and it's an Australian drama. It's filmed in Melbourne, isn't it? I think oh, Sydney. I think Sydney, oh. maybe. And they they've done a really good job of it. Often mm. I find Australian dramas cringy, nah. but it's not. This it's is really good. It's quality. juicy. How good is um, Angus Sampson in it? Angus Sampson is fantastic. Yeah. Also, I have like a weird crush on the Spanish boy. Yeah, I love me too. <laughs> Sandy. I stalked him on Instagram. Same. <laughs> I don't I've... think he's like barely of age. But I know. Like... I IMDb'd him to find out. He's not of age. He's he is of age, I but not for us. <laughs> so not my type. But like his character is so lovely. I know. So sweet. What's your other non-beauty fame? Oh, and I'm sad that I have to talk about something else now. It's Wandavision. It's the I don't know. I don't watch Marvel, but it's on oh! Disney Plus. Oh, the Wonder Woman yes. thing. Wanda, no, no, not Wonder Woman. Wanda is like a witch. She's oh. no, the chick is a witch, and the guy is not a witch witch, but like 
I don't know. Uh, people who love Marvel are going to kill me. So Brenton's family is like so Marvel-y and I don't watch any of that stuff at yes. all. But they were like, I actually think you'll like this. Yes. And they've been saying that the whole time. And I'm like, fine, maybe I'll look into it. But this whole time that I thought that they were talking about it, I thought that it was Wonder Woman because I kept hearing Wonder and Wonder. I heard Marvel and I assumed Wonder Woman. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Uh, it's okay. two... They're a couple and it's set... It starts off by being set in, like, the 40s or mm. 50s or 60s, like, early on. Anyway, the chick... Um, you just spanned three decades, <laughs> but okay. Really bad with decades. Uh, the chick who's in it is the Olsen twin sister, who's not the twins. Oh, Elizabeth? Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yes. And she's beautiful, and I'm really passionate about the costumes and the makeup and, like, the hair and the, okay. the, the era that it starts off being set in, but apparently it's, like, part of the thing that they're going to, like, shift... Um, shift around the eras. It's two episodes a week, I believe, so only two episodes are out at the moment. Next two are out on Friday, so there'll be four by the time this episode goes live. I think I might watch this purely so that Brenton's family accepts me because it'll be the first Marvel thing I've ever watched. I think you should watch it. I have seen the Marvel movies, like the Avenger movies. And this is not, like, a superhero show. Okay. At this point, anyway. Is it on Stan? It's on Disney+. Plus. So get the free trial. Okay. Yeah. No, we've got it. We've got it. That's fine. I mean, I own every streaming service I actually ever. also own every streaming, streaming service ever. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Oh, uh, do we have to mention that even though I just talked about Stan and Bump, that we have ads running from Stan and that's not sponsored? Yes. But Probably. also, thanks, Stan. Thanks, Stan. But, like, we're not, we weren't paid to do that. No. That was a real legit We also mentioned accidentally, like, multiple competitors. But yeah. thank you, Stan. <laughs> Bump is superior. <laughs> oh, and my snack. Just took it to my veins! My snack this week is the Mindful Foods Byron Bay Maple Munchies. such a new thing. Yeah. They're pecans. Pecans? Pecans. I would say pecan. Yeah. Pe- yeah but, but I want to say pecan. How bad does pecan sound, though? Yeah. It's a pecan. Yeah. Uh, taste it. I'm not really into nuts, but I'll smell it. Taste it. I'm not into nuts either. I just know that this is going to give me indigestion because it t- smells like a hot cross bun. They taste like a hot cross bun. It's delicious, but I don't want to eat it. But aren't they yummy? Yeah. It's maple and cinnamon coated pecans with vanilla maple brandy. Yum. Vanilla maple brandy. <laughs> vanilla maple brandy. All of the things and salt and just deliciousness. Do you eat them on their own, or like, would you put them with like granola? Because they would be delicious. They would be delicious in granola, or probably also in porridge as well. I, mm. They're my car snack. Oh, genius! I love them. I love them so much. I don't like eating nuts because I hate the texture of nuts in my mouth. Yeah, they like compound on the surface of your teeth, and then they're oily, and they mm. leave like a slip in your mouth. Yeah. I just, I don't. I re- I'm not someone who snacks on nuts, but oh my god, these are delicious. I just have, like, the cinnamon crunch in my mouth instead. Mm. Anyway, that's my snack of the week. Please, everyone, buy them. I have one, but I also have, like, a shout-out to another. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, what's an episode that's an hour long, hey? Mm -hmm. So my snack of the week, I have been going to 7-Eleven every day in my lunch break to buy the Cadbury (laughs) ice cream. Oh, I thought you were going to say the the time-out breakaway thing, whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I have eaten a fair few breakaways. The Cadbury ice cream mm. on the stick, the dairy milk. The same one as last week with the superior yeah. uh, ice cream in it. It's fucking good. Mm. Definitely shits all over a Magnum, all over a connoisseur thing. They're great. I like that 
once I eat all of the chocolate off the outside and I'm eating the ice cream, I still get a chocolatey delight. While How I'm are you ice going cream? to Seven Eleven almost daily and not buying Krispy Kremes? I must know your secrets. Um, I don't know. I just can. And they try and upsell it every time. They said, "Do you want a donut for a dollar, oh, or do you want a donut yum. for two dollars?" And I say, "No." You're Too probably. glutinous. Oh. I'll eat a twirl breakaway instead. Yeah. And pretend that it doesn't have gluten. <laughs> My shout out is to the carrot cake that I made this week, which was the Claire Saffitz recipe. She has a YouTube cooking channel called Dessert Person. She used to be on Bon Appetit. All my Bon Appetit stands will know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Delicious carrot cake. Very spiced. Mm. That gave me flashbacks. Remember when you said that I couldn't have carrot cake at my wedding because, like, you don't like carrot cake? I would like it because it's spiced now. Well, like, I think that you do like carrot cake and that you were just wrong and you didn't even know that you were wrong. I would like carrot cake for the cream cheese icing and only that. Well, this icing that mm. I made has browned butter in it. So you oh. brown the butter, then you let it set, then you use it in the cream cheese icing, and it was fucking incredible. Yum. It also lasted, like, four days, like, tasted fresh until, like, the fourth day. Oh, I'd like to try it. I'll make it sometime. I'm That's thinking... the sad thing about cakes, that they just don't last that long. Yeah, but carrot cake does because it's so moist. I'm thinking the next time I'll make it, I'll try and make it in like a brownie tin mm. so that it's lower so you get way more icing to cake ratio cake yum. ratio and like just fun like easy to slice and like take to an event versus slicing a multi-layer cake yes yum 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 mm-hmm. very good this was a long episode mm. i think people will like it though because it was actually about beauty for once it was informative and beauty related yeah for our beauty podcast great thanks for listening we will see you next week and have a lovely day we will see you next week Uh, And I will hopefully be bringing you good news about the fact that I've purchased Auric Beauty. (laughs) (gasps) Yeah. Fingers crossed. Give us a review. Bye. Bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.